I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Bloodlines was the wrong name for this movie. It should have been Space Racer. Space Racer. Or, I love it. Or he- or Hell Spacer. <laughs> I don't know which one's better or worse. I don't know. Should... This movie, I was like, we'll get into it, obviously. But yes. is this a sequel in space? Kind of. It's as, as close as these people are ever going to get. <laughs> Yeah. I like to think that this movie started with a pitch and the line was just Hellraiser blank. And like one idea was, oh, Hellraiser in space. And then they realized that was 30 minutes of content. So they had to make up other stories. <laughs> or if they tried it like Hellraiser origins. And then that was also 30 minutes of content and they needed other stuff to fill space. Yeah. And they just kept going. Yeah. And they just, they just couldn't. Going. They couldn't commit to space, and so the whole movie fell apart after yeah. minute 20. Pretty much. That's not to say I didn't enjoy watching this movie. It was ridiculous. But I love a good, like, cheesy, I don't know what's going on kind of sequel. Yeah. Which is why I love this entire month so much. Sequels in space for people who didn't listen to Leprechaun. Yeah. But you should go listen to Leprechaun. Yes. Please. Leprechaun was better than Hellraiser. Yes. Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of our previous show, let me welcome everyone officially to Spooky Time Presents mm-hmm. Sequels in Space. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, and I was going to build the box. I want to build the box. You don't have to threaten my family to make me build the box. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm... Cam Razor. Bloodline. Hell camera. In space. I kept waiting for Pinhead to get as big as the leprechaun did in the last one. <laughs> oh no, we hit Pinhead with the rebigulator. <laughs> I was waiting and it just didn't happen. <sighs> Ridiculous. Anyways. A shame. Yeah, welcome to Hellraiser Bloodline. Um, we we noticed in our last episode, I don't know if we actually like mentioned it, um, if that was on or off mic, I can't remember, but it all the movies that we chose just so happened to be the fourth movie in each franchise. Except for our final movie. Except for our final movie, but um, we've done that one already. That's going to be a throwback yeah. episode. But yeah, I it's really, really weird how that worked out. It's even weirder how I don't think any of us noticed until, like, we were talking on that episode, because the number four appears in two of these titles, and I'm super familiar with Alien to the point where I know Resurrection is four. Mm -hmm. And so this really should have clicked earlier for for all of us. Yeah, with uh, with Hellraiser, it's kind of... First of all, I'm... It's weird that we haven't done any other Hellraiser movie yet. 
I'm shocked we haven't at least done the first one because yeah. I feel like we've talked about it a bunch. The first two are fantastic, and um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Oh God, I can't remember. Um, oh, what I hate about the Hellraiser movies, um, even though I've only seen this one and the first two and none of the other ones, is that there's very rarely a number in the title of any yeah. of the sequels. It's just cool word. Yeah. After Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Bloodline. Hell freezes over. Hellraiser. Freeze freeze line. Hellraiser. Hellraiser Hellworld. I think there's one called Deader, which is just the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life, I think. I think that's the only one I haven't seen. (laughs) So stupid. Was it as I was (sighs) watching this movie, I was trying to in my mind, put them all in chronological order mm-hmm. of Hellraiser 1, Hellraiser 2, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, Hellraiser 4, Bloodline. I think 5 is Inferno, 6 is Hellworld, 7 is, I forget the name, but it's like Amnesia. <laughs> 8, is 8 deader or is 7 deader? One of them is deader. 9 is Revelations, which is the only one worth watching after the second one. Oh, okay. Noted. They kind of, they kind of re, you know, redo the, the plot of the first one, but with... Okay sexy teens ah you don't say and then i forget the title the two that i saw on netflix one of them is judgment or something where they eat paper and they almost threw up what there's some kind of weird hell ritual and this big ugly fat slob is given like wet paper Mm -hmm. and he just shovels it down i'm like this is not okay i almost turned it off yuck but we're not here to talk about paper we're here to talk about hellraiser in space hellraiser in space so first impressions you said you liked this movie is just like a a laugh at not laugh with kind of movie yeah it was fine it's fine it doesn't necessarily completely take place in space which was kind of a bummer It, it it almost felt like um have you seen silent night deadly night 2 no i don't think that takes place in space it does not no that's not i'm i'm sure one of those sequels does but what i'm saying is um uh silent night deadly night part two is like 45 minutes of just recapping the first movie oh that's That's all it is bad that's a bad idea yeah there's an additional maybe 45 minutes of additional content in which his his little brother is a killer now. Uh, that's what this reminded me of. Yeah, I remember I watched this a few months ago when I realized a bunch of these movies were on Xfinity. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and at the end of it, it's like, wow, they spent like 20 minutes in space. That's not how I remember it. <laughs> it was virtually spaceless until the end of the movie. Um, yeah. Oof. Which is such a waste yeah i mean i like i like like the first part you know the the how they made the box originally and maybe that could have been expanded i obviously love the mm-hmm. space part the middle part where he's like an architect and he's half in love with this demon who who loves him for some reason yeah. and it's just a, a mess and they i feel like they should have just cut that out and gave you know pinhead lasers and just added 15 minutes with yeah. of that this movie was apparently a lot 
gorier, a lot more full of special effects, and just a lot more complete until it was edited down um, because of money and time issues. Okay. So I'll talk about that um, a little later after you hit us with that sweet, sweet plot synopsis. All right, let me pull up my cellular telephone. This, this movie was directed by Alan Smithy. Alan Smithy? Didn't he do Spider-Man Far From Home? No. <laughs> okay. At least I hope I was not. Just, I was just picking a, a movie at random to attach this guy to. That's the Did he do guy, Citizen right? Kane? <laughs> Citizen Take it away, Smithy. Kyle. All right. Journey with me, if you would, to the 23rd and a half century where a scientist is arrested on his space station after he summons demons. To justify his actions, he tells the space police about 18th century France, where the whole thing started. It turns out his ancestor, a.k.a. the toy maker, made a magic box that opens the gates of hell. He immediately and fervently regrets this and tries to destroy the box, but is killed by a sexy demon and her wizard pimp. The cops are enjoying the story and want to hear more. Cut to modern times. Modern for us, not for space toy maker. <laughs> Where it turns out our hero's bloodline is now cursed to always like boxes. Sexy demon lady <laughs> wants a bigger, more puzzly box, so she seeks out modern day toy maker. Toy maker agrees to do it, but she still dream seduces him, so he'll give it 110%. Pinhead is called up for some unexplained reason and kidnaps the toy maker's family so that he'll finish the hell box. He does this despite the fact that Toymaker is already perfectly willing to finish said box. Upon learning that his box will be a hell box, Toymaker decides to die. Pinhead gets pissed and takes Sexy Demon back to hell with him so he can pout. Back in the future, <laughs> the demons the scientists summon attack in gruesome and poorly lit ways. All of which was part of the Toymaker's plan to shoot a laser at a giant space box, which yeah. destroyed hell. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there weren't more crosses on that space station. Yeah. And I think he makes out with the sexy space cop, but that's off screen. Uh, the end. Probably. Yeah. The this movie's end. not clever enough to not have the people of opposite genders get together at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I predict, and I'm saying this without having seen Critters 4, that this will be the worst movie on our list this month. <laughs> I think you're right, Kyle. I think this one is, uh, this one, this one sucks. It sucks. Yeah. And like yeah. we were talking about like Leprechaun last week where it was terrible, but it was, you know, they, they leaned into it and just kept going. Mm -hmm. This one didn't lean into it. It kept leaning back. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we got our, it's going to take place in space and that's wacky. But like, you're not going to laugh at Pinhead. He's going to be scary and terrifying, but we're also not going to show you any, anything he does as terrifying. Yeah. It's a mess. It's, yeah. Um, it is a mess. And let me tell you why it's a mess, Kyle. It's because <gasps> this movie, like I said, was completely cut up and a lot of the ideas were thrown away. Um, and the end product was not what the director wanted. Um, the name Alan Smithy used to be the official, like, Director's Guild 
um, pseudonym that a director would use in order to disown a project. This oh. movie was actually directed by Kevin Yeager, um, the special effects wizard who's known for... Um, uh, he, he did the... Um, Design for like the Chucky doll. He he was oh. in charge of like all the effects with the doll itself in the first and I believe second Child's Play movies. He was uh, he did special effects for Nightmare on Elm Street two and three. Um, he he did Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, um, the one from eighty six, like the heavy metal one. Uh, he's done all three Bill and Ted movies. He did Sleepy Hollow. Face off. Oh man, he is a he's everywhere superstar, um, <coughs> and he had just come off of. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he also designed the Crypt Keeper for Tales from the Crypt. Um, but I'm not 100 percent about that. But uh, yeah, so he directed this movie and had lots and lots of big ideas for it, and it a lot of it just fell through, fell flat. Um, there were supposed to be like some demon clowns and just, just, just a lot more like wacky kind of stuff. Pinhead wasn't supposed to show up originally until like 40 minutes into the movie. Um, I, I personally feel that Pinhead does not belong in this movie at all. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. If they had just called this movie Bloodline and they had left, you know, everything... Yeah, I mean, like, if you want an antagonist, that, you know, sexy demon lady who has been attacking the family from the beginning mm -hmm. is perfectly capable of, you know, being a villain. Yeah. You don't need to just be like, yeah, yeah, we got this cool story, and let me just shove the mascot right in there, yeah. and then we're good to go. It's lazy. Um, ouch. Yeah. Uh, Especially since he's a World War One pilot and wouldn't even be around in the first iteration. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the term, the name Alan Smithy has been used um, in a lot of other things. Um, I think most notably uh, Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh, the second assistant director, Anderson House, used it um, for the first segment, um, which is the segment in which Vic Morrow and those two kids died. So I guess oh. he didn't want to be associated with it anymore but he still worked on it so he used alan smithy um yeah it's happened a lot with a lot of movies that i have never heard of before so i i believe it because i mean if your <laughs> movie is so bad you don't want to put your name on it i doubt anyone's gonna watch it yeah and so it's just gonna die die in anonymity yeah. Except for except for bloodlines because it's four <laughs> of eleven in this series. Bloodline. Yeah. So I guess uh, Kevin Yeager was really really unhappy with the final product and he disowned it. He decided to not put his name on it. Um, it's. I mean, it's. You know, it's really not bad considering he's not a director. You know, but. Meh. It's just... I mean, yeah. If, I mean, if you're not a director and you're directing, focus on your strengths. Yeah. Like, don't tell a complex, multi-generational story. Just be like, yeah, we're in space. I'm going to have these kooky demons attack these space marines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I love tiny baby Adam Scott in this movie. I am shocked every time I see him in this movie, and I've seen it three times. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but I saw his name in the opening credits, and I was like, is that, like, the Adam Scott? Like, Adam Scott? Parks and Rec? Krampus? Adam Scott? Uh, yeah, no, he's. this was his first big movie, and uh, whenever... <laughs> Whenever he got to the set, he um, went. They led him to his chair, and his chair said Adam Craig. So that sucked. For was that him. like, was that a joke? No. Like, oh, we're gonna call him Craig, or they just didn't know his name no, and never bothered to learn it. Printed the wrong name on his chair. <laughs> Adam Craig. <laughs> and they just kept it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say if I were him, I would find someone and be like, "Hey, man, for the credits of the movie I'm about to co-star in, can we please put Scott?" somewhere <laughs> Craig Sp- speaking of you know the uh the X-Men movie that came out not too long ago New Mutants yes it's uh ba- I mean obviously it's based off a comic created by a guy and the credits of the movie got his name wrong uh-huh it was like it was I mean I'm an American so it seems like a small difference his name was like Sam Mick Cloud and they put Sam Mac Cloud oh, or vice no. versa and so he tweeted out, like, hey, man, like, you ruined my idea. You made a crappy movie and you spelled my name wrong. Like, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> oh, no. That's so sad. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh, I feel terrible for him. I feel bad, not terrible. Oh, okay. He's still got a movie made, so, you know, it's not all bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um... Yeah, so we've, we've got Adam Scott, who we previously saw, um, at least on our show, in Krampus. And we've also got Kim Myers, who plays uh, 1996 Toymaker's wife. Um, she played Jesse's girlfriend in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. The one who looked uh, like um, Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah, she was real pretty in Elm Street 2. Yeah. She's still and she was pretty in this one too. Yeah, go Kim. I, I saw her and I noticed her. It's like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know you from something, and then I forgot to Google it. <laughs> you know her from Mamma Mia and other things with Meryl Streep in them. <laughs> the 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 strip the streepening was <laughs> an autobiographical horror movie she tried to get made, but yeah, there was just too much nudity they couldn't put it out. Uh, yeah, and so we've also got, uh, his son is Cortland Mead. He was Danny Torrance in the 1997, like, made-for-TV Shining. Um, and oh, he's also okay. Uh-huh in The Little Rascals, which is what I know him <laughs> from, mostly. He also played Gus on Recess. Oh, school's out. Yeah, that kid's been in a lot of stuff. But he hasn't been in anything since, like, 2010. Um, yeah, he was the voice of the children in The Haunting. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he's done a lot of uh, voice work. But, yeah. He's been around. He was a good, good little actor in the early 90s. He was a good little boy. Good little rascal. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Kyle? Kyle? Yes. Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Do you, um, let's, let's just talk about this movie as a whole. Let's talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. All right. Let me open my list of 
this this week it's a list of complaints. Oh, good. But in other times it's a list of pros and cons. <laughs> uh, I've got a few pros. Well, there's one thing I just want to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. The the two twin security guards who eventually become one security guard. Yeah. Um. So they're walking through the halls. They're talking, and they're talking like, "Oh, like, would you have sex with a man who's you know had surgery to become a woman?" Is. And the guy says yes. Uh huh. And I'm trying to think, like, well, their language is about this is probably all wrong and not nice, but like, is that pro transgenderism? He's like, oh yeah, like once um, the surgery's done, I feel that you would qualify in my eyes as the gender. Yeah, you've it was. It was. It was a really weird. Like, I I don't think that their conversation was necessarily very hurtful. It just wasn't like needed. It just didn't make any sense. Like, why? Why was this? what they wrote as their topic of conversation while they're just like walking through the halls together, you know? Yeah. He seemed, I... he seemed very like open to the idea. He was like, no, yeah, sure. I would. Yeah. yeah. Once the plumbing's in order, I'm going to use it. He, uh, yeah, that was like sort of, <laughs> it was just unnecessary, you know? Yeah. I'm a cisgendered white woman. I, I like, I feel like, I'm not the the authority on, <laughs> on <laughs> this this specific instance of conversation, but um, yeah, it was just odd. Yeah, like good for good for this movie. Like, if you actually want to watch a pro trans movie, watch Seed of Chucky. Oh yeah, yeah. I I always forget that that's a a factor of it, even yeah. though we've talked about mm-hmm. it at length. It's... For an hour one time. Yeah, all of the gay characters in uh, the Child's Play movies are tastefully written. And it's because Don Mancini is writing these characters. A, a gay man, a part of the LGBT community, is is <laughs> writing all of these movies, you know? And I, I think for the first few, I don't think there were any any openly gay characters in, his, in the movies. But um, in... You've got Bride of Chucky. Uh, the character of David is so well written, and he's not a caricature of a gay person. He's just their friend, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so refreshing, especially for a movie that was made in like the late '90s. Up until very recently, there was like <laughs> such shitty representation of gay people in. Film yeah. and television, but yeah, go Don, really, good for him. Donnie, <laughs> you're doing you're doing God's work, Donnie. Let's get yeah. that Chucky TV show filmed and aired. I'm stoked. I'm so excited. They're filming right now. He keeps posting like selfies with Jennifer Tilly, so I'm excited. Yeah, that's even if it's bad, the... I'm gonna like it. I about to say yeah, like it's quality is irrelevant. Like I'm gonna watch however many seasons of it they make. Yeah. Every fucking episode of that show. <laughs> oh, it's only a matter of time. But let's get to something else other than my little tangent there. That's fine. Continue. So compared compared to uh, Leprechaun, mm-hmm. space looks cool in this one. Looks like it was done on an actual special effects rig and not a Nintendo sixty four. Yes, the special the like CGI effects in this movie, whenever they're actually like moving through space, 
are pretty good. But whenever he's like working with the box and he's it's like virtual reality, you know? Yeah, like the that the looked robots like shit. doing it. Yeah. That looked terrible. Uh, but the rest <laughs> of the space shots definitely looked better than they did in Leprechaun. Yeah. And just going from one to the other, it was such a, a jarring change. Yeah. From awful to passable. Yeah, and they they were made within a couple years of each other, right? I think so, yeah. No, same year, be more than 96. Four years. Oh, damn. Damn. I know. Leprechaun spent all that all their special effects money on kooky writers and they they spent it well, I guess. <laughs> I was just looking it up to see if the rest of our um sequels also came out in 1996, but they didn't. That would be I would, crazy. I would love it if that happened and I want to see a documentary on why Hollywood was obsessed with sequels in space in the year 1996. <laughs> what was in the water, man? Let me see. Ooh, the next two are 1992 and 1997, respectively. Ah, Critters mm-hmm. broke the mold. Yep. Rats. Bastards. Those damn I critters. I mean, Critters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a critter on the side of the spaceship. You gotta believe me. <laughs> I haven't seen Critters, but if that's not a line someone says, I'm gonna be very upset. It's, like, really good. If you enjoy the, like little creature like gremlins type movies then critters is it's it's good it's better than hobgoblins also better than ghoulies in my opinion i I haven't seen either of those and i maybe saw the first critters movie i can't remember i think the second one's better it would have to be Uh, so what's something you liked about this movie or something you didn't like about this movie? Um, I I liked this, um, just the overall special effects in this movie are really good. Uh, what what was left, you know? Um, yeah. The chatterer dog monster thing is so scary. It was so good. I think that's probably the best monster in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I hated that this movie only had Pinhead and no other Cenobites. Well, they all died in uh, two, and yeah. the ones he remade in three were not space-worthy, so they weren't included. <laughs> that just sort of sucked. Like, Yeah, I think that's a a thing where he'll, after the second movie, he'll just make new ones for this whatever sequel he's mm-hmm. in out of whatever's around him at the time. So there's very little carryover with his sidekicks. Yeah. I guess. But like, I miss the old guys, you know? Yeah, the uh, original's the best. What are their names? Their names are um, the Chatter Chatterboy, uh, the girl, and CeeLo Green, I think, is uh, what their names are. Don't quote me on that, though. I. It sounded like you didn't have a single name after the Chatterer, so I was, I was assuming you were just making them up. Oh, and Pinhead. I know his Pinhead, name. Pinhead, yeah. He needs... A better name. I mean, there's pins being... on his head, man. <laughs> like... Yeah, but that, that worked for the first movie where he was just, you know, kind of the head demon, a one-off thing. Mm-hmm. But as the sequels go on, it's like, he's the king of hell. Maybe he has a real head. name. Yeah. Hmm. That's a really good point, Kyle. <laughs> Thank did, you. <laughs> I never really thought about it like that. Like, 
That's a stupid name for, like, such a horrible, like, demonic hella-creature. Pinhead. Yeah. And it's, like I said, it works for the first one where it's just, you see him, he's mysterious and dark, so you have to give him some kind of moniker, so you just pick his physical features. Pinhead, girl with skin, that one twisty twin dude. <laughs> yeah. So- Soft-serve twins. But, like, when he that just keeps creepy. coming back. Oh, that, I love that that's what he did to them. Mm-hmm. That was... That's cool. Really cool. But yeah, as he keeps going back, you need to call him like, oh, his, yeah, you may think he's Pinhead, but his true name is like Azrael, Lord of the Dead or something. Yeah. Do we ever find that out? I don't know. No. We see it's... Pinhead like pre-Cenobite Pinhead in the second one? Yeah. Where he's the World War One pilot or something. Yeah. And then he transforms. Mm-hmm. He's Pinhead. And I think they get around how stupid that name is by just having no one ever address him with a proper noun in the sequels it's always like it's you or what are you doing here and then (laughs) the person's dead pin boy he's on pins and needles for the sequel (laughs) how many hellraiser movies are there oh i actually looked this up to get the proper order i was way off for the movies um i think there's 11 let me just pull it up again that's stupid. Insane. If that's actually how many there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I feel like this list is missing one, but I can't. I'm almost sure this list is missing one, but I can't okay. prove it. So ten to eleven. Viewers, if you know what the missing thing is from that search you didn't see, please <laughs> contact me. Spooky time with K and J at gmail dot com. Yes. Um. I hated. Um, I I I love Adam Scott dearly. He's a national treasure, but I his lack of accent kind of bugged me. I was gonna put that in. It's like it's crazy how none of these French people sound French. Yeah, they all had like a bit of a sort of whimsy to their voice, but not Adam Scott. He just sounded American. Um, I'm from Kentucky. I'm here in southern France to learn the devil work. <laughs> Like, maybe he tried and they didn't like it, so they just had him, um... Listen up here, Craig. Why don't you just stop with your... (laughs) Pal. Adam Yes, sir, Mr. Smithy. Whatever you say, Mr. Smithy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I did find myself going, like, ew. Ew. Throughout this entire movie. The gore is really good. And the effects are, the practical effects are are really good. Yeah, I just wish I could have seen more of the stuff happening. I feel like every scene when something gory was happening, it was dark and we just yeah. cut around too much for me to get a sense of what was happening until the end when I just looked at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Um, God. This episode's so short. We're like at the final segment of the episode already, and it's not that uh, long. Maybe Jarrett. I got a couple ma- more things. Maybe Jarrett can um, splice in like the trailer or something. <laughs> That'd be really just, cool, actually. Um, just put in Pinhead saying, "I have such sights to show you." Like I'm sure he says it in every movie. So just yeah, p- pepper those throughout the episode. Yeah, there we go. Um, what was I gonna do? I'm Sabrina the Teenage Kyle. 
I'll tell you something something else I don't like about this movie. Okay, tell me. So so each generation that we see, uh-huh. essentially each story lasts 24 hours, 48 at the most. The, the toy maker in France, mm-hmm. he delivers his box at night, and by the next night he's going to get it back and he dies. Mm-hmm. The, arch- the architect toy maker sees this demon woman, um, tries to build a box. They don't give us a good sense of time, but like, the next day she summons Pinhead, and the day after that, Pinhead kills him. Mm-hmm. So there's no real time there. And then the yeah. end is like a 30-minute summoning and then destruction. The demons keep talking to the family like this is some long, you know, they know each other well. Like the demon lady's like, I'm in love with you, with you architect toy maker. Like we yearn for each other across the eons. And it's like you met him for two minutes two and minutes? stabbed him at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, where, what, what happened with the other generations of people who yeah, carried like, on the toy maker name, even though that's not his name? They kept calling him Toy Maker. And Taylor was like, why do they keep calling him that? He has a name. I was like, yeah, John Toy Maker. But apparently <laughs> John it's Toy Maker Merchant. the Third. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because the first one was a Toy Maker, and he's apparently reincarnating every generation yeah. yeah but yeah it's and then at the end pinhead's like oh like hello old family friend i'm pinhead mm-hmm. i'm here to once again battle you like an old friend it's like you met his ancestor for eight minutes and you shot a chain through his neck like they act like there's this whole grand you know yeah. history between these guys and it's like no like you just keep stabbing them <laughs> yeah yeah you're right that's that's it uh, and so I like if you're going to do an anthology of, you know, the merchants through the ages, mm-hmm. do it. But like, let these people get to know their adversaries for more than 10 minutes before someone dies yeah. so that I can get a sense of this. Yeah. And you'd think that like, like maybe if things had happened a little bit closer together, like 1900, 1996 and like. 2065 yeah something like that where it's it's a little closer so that like the family knows that it happened but they were like is it legend is it myth did it actually happen we don't know you know yeah i don't know and it this yeah this should have been more like the family should have been like you know after that first generation died they should have been like no we're all in on finding this box and destroying it yeah You'd think. Instead of accidentally, like, writing ancient demon code to destroy hell <laughs> just because your great ancestor kind of did it once. That, yes, some of this just could, just could have made so much more sense if they would just pick a fucking lane. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that was just the main problem with the movie was that there was a specific vision for it. It didn't work out. They were like, no, we need more Pinhead. And... So a lot of the plot got thrown away in order to make that a reality. So it's a shame. This was the last uh, Hellraiser movie to be released in theaters. What? Yeah. They made six to seven more sequels of straight to video movies. I know. Oh my God. 
Jesus Christ. I know. It's kind of sad. How can people like the series enough to buy it on video enough to fund sequels, but not like it enough to then get those sequels in theaters? Yeah. Especially. ridiculous. Yeah. Especially since, like, they would have to completely depend on physical media sales for years after this. Right? Because streaming didn't really become a staple until, what, the mid-2000s? Yeah, I mean, like... Like, I'm trying to remember the first time I used Netflix. I think, yeah, Netflix was still mostly, like, DVDs. Yeah, when we were in When I graduated high school. Yeah. And then, oh, a couple years after that was when I think my dad... Right before I went away to college, so it would have been 2013. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. I started streaming it regularly. So, yeah, I think yeah, just since 2013, that's been an option. And these movies, hold on, I'm looking at timelines, are at most four years apart on release. Make that, except for the last two, those mm-hmm. kind of slowed. But, yeah, so it's not like, the series died and then some eccentric directors like i want to do a hellraiser sequel mm-hmm. and made the studios do it it's it's just been a regularly chugging along thing without any fucking theater releases <laughs> i'm yeah. not gonna get over that um i mean i feel like that's just what usually happens whenever a you know any sort of franchise keeps going like this because i mean when was the last time a child's play movie was released in theaters? Seed of Chucky. Um, but the other two came out in time for them to be, you know, streamed and. Yeah, where you don't need a theater release mm-hmm. for your kind of niche horror franchise. You just put it on a streaming service and the people who like it will watch it. Exactly. It's so much easier now to make money from doing that. Like. Yeah. It. But then I think because it's easier to just make a movie and have it on a streaming anywhere, Netflix, Shutter, what have you, I feel like there's a lot of oversaturation. Um, I don't like saying that because obviously like there's a thing for everyone and not everybody is going to like the same stuff. So it's nice to have a lot. But yeah, at the same time, that's you know, that's a lot to cover. It was a lot simpler back in like the 80s, the 90s, whenever you could just go to Blockbuster and look at the covers of these movies and go, hmm. This one looks scary and you just (laughs) I'll grab it in the old... Exactly. Um, There was less to choose from, but it was still so niche that it felt like you were a part of something almost. And now, like the horror industry as a whole is just has exploded over the past like five years with the help of the internet. Yeah. Suddenly I can watch every indie horror movie and I realize how much I love it. Yeah. And you dig, you can just keep digging instead of watching the 11 titles at Blockbuster and then waiting a month for a different <laughs> yeah. stock. Exactly. God bless Shudder. Oh, uh, I wish some of the original stuff had more money. Yeah. I feel you. Have you been watching Creepshow? 
Yes. Did you like it? Yes, Did you I see have. the most recent season? Um, I think there's a season airing right now. Um, th- if I'm not mistaken, it was just five episodes, but I'm not positive. Um, did you see the one with Justin Long? Yes, I think that was the last one I saw. Yeah. Um, where he inserts himself into movies. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It was weird seeing that... Justin Long <laughs> in something. <laughs> it was weird seeing him talk to Christopher Lee. Yeah, <laughs> that, was... that was... I mean, that entire episode was purely, you know... This, like exhibitionism yeah. <laughs> like they're you know showing off their technology what they can do but it, it ended up really cool um yeah. i love that show I, I think my favorite episode from that season was the first one where it was uh bob ross versus evil dead yeah that was so good that that whole first episode um was just fabulous and i loved um model kid I watched that one with my dad, and he was like, oh my god, it's me! <laughs> so cute. <laughs> they made an episode about me. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, so, anyways, yeah. Hellraiser Bloodline. Creepshow's good fun. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Cammy, I think I made a prediction last week that has just come true. Um, do you remember what our rating system is? Shit. Um, no. It was space, something, and then, um, I don't know. I don't remember. I really thought I wrote it down, but the two things I wrote down, it's, I think they're either one through five self-destruct buttons or we're going plaid. Yeah, I think that was it. Does that make sense? That sounds right. Okay. I don't, (laughs) those are the only two things written on my paper. That could possibly be the thing, but I don't, I, I need to start writing things with context. I really need to stop shorthanding <laughs> literally everything. Jarrett can tell us if we got it wrong, right? Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's our guardian angel listening over us. Yeah. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> Anyways, I think I'm going to give what? this movie like a two. Two. Uh, ditto. Two buttons. Two s- Two big old red buttons saying do not press. Yeah. Yeah, this was a very it had it had space. It was not necessarily a sequel in space now that we've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh it's just it was fun, I guess, but if I had never seen it, I probably would have been fine. Um, it was good, but yeah. like I gained nothing from the experience. I rented it on Amazon, and I kind of regret it, like a little bit. I watched it on some shady ass website, oh, and nice. I had to close like fifteen pop ups afterwards. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's uh, good. Join us next fine. week. Yeah, join, please. Please join us next week for what's probably going to be better than this movie. Uh, Critters 4. Critters 4! Critter Comet. Critters 4 in space. I think it's actually just called Critters 4. Um, yeah. Probably. The Critters are I think cute. so, yeah. I, I like them. It goes gremlins, then critters, then hobgoblins, then ghoulies for me. Maybe... Mm, I don't know. 
I say gremlins, graboids, critters, and then after that, no one cares. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, please join Those us next big week. Love of war. Uh, it's going to be a fritters four. It's going to be better than this week, but I, not as good as the following week. I hope so. Maybe one day we'll do the rest of the critters movies. Leonardo DiCaprio is in the third one, and he's like eleven. Wasn't he in one of the Halloween movies, or was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Um, is Joseph Gordon-Levitt in one of them? Some famous actors, like at the beginning, he's like a hockey kid going into his neighbor's house. I don't know. Is it that? I can't is remember. H two O. That could I be. I can't it. remember either. Probably. Viewers, listeners, send us another email later if you know what who I'm talking <laughs> about and what movie he appeared in. Help us. He was an actor. He's famous now. He was in a series with 11 entries that I can't recall. I remember how that dragged on. Remember when we did the Halloween franchise? Ugh. Michael Myers isn't scary. He just stands still very often. <laughs> Who'd win in a fight, Michael Myers or a T-Rex? A T-Rex? Their vision is based on movement. <laughs> oh. Then I guess Michael Myers, but he would have to move to get the T-Rex. But as long as he, but even if he's injured or eaten by the Uh T-Rex, by next Halloween, he'll have recovered. Oh my God, you're right. I bit him six times, (laughs) I swear. Tyrannosaurus Loomis. (laughs) Hello, my name is Dr. Samuel Soros. (laughs) Aw. That's so cute. Anyways, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. And you can find us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. And you can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, Fievel Goes West. Some vowels aren't where they should be. You can probably figure it out. You're smart guys. It's true. And gals. Uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, $5 gets you access to what can only be described as the bonus library of Alexandria. We have so much stuff there for just $5. Yeah, we have a ton of shit on there. Please give us your money. And it's all worth exactly $5. If it were $6 material, we'd be paying 6 for it, but we're it's $5 material. Uh-huh. And if you want to donate to our special made-up $100 tier, I will send you my weekly newsletter of dinosaur movie pun names you will cool yes sign me $100. up one hundred dollars uh it's it's not free for anyone cammy i don't care how close you are to the production oh one hundred dollars okay. every month fine <sighs> i don't need health insurance I anyway <laughs> uh i do i've not been doing well lately oh no yeah donate to uh, our patreon so kyle can go to the doctor <laughs> to our patreon so i don't have to walter white myself oh no kyle you're too soft that's what they said about walter white in season one okay you're right that's true i'll i'll harden up to you know survive in the environment i find myself put uh-huh. in okay i'm a tough i'm one tough cookie when you get me in a corner Grr. all right 
Well, Jarrett's not here, but you can find him on Instagram at daddy with an I underscore Dangerfield. This will be in the show notes. You'll find everything in the show notes. Um, we'll see you. Fuck. We will see you next week. You'll hear us. Ne- we won't see you, but you'll listen to us next week when we talk about critters for the crittening. Did you say that already? Or did I just make that up? You just made it up. Cool. Good for you. That was pretty funny. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> All right. Um, join us next week. Until then, we'll see you on Broadway with Kyle's new one-man show called My Name is Kyle and, and I'm, here I'm to say, a man. And I... <laughs> it reminds me, we were talking about gay and, you know, LGBT representation in the Child's Play movies. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that one kid we decided was sexually attracted to the grenade in Child's Play 3? Fuck. Um, Whitechapel? Whitehall? Whitehurst. Whitehurst. Whitehurst? He loved that grenade. Oh, yeah, he did. We still need to write a musical about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, no, I've written it. I'm just looking for buyers now. Oh, good. I need, produce, I need funding. Yes. Find a That's producer. a separate Patreon. We'll do it. Okay. We have to go. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, kiss.